You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you I think with the pandemic, we have focused a lot on wellness with our students because there's so much mental health crisis happening in universities around the nation. And recently, it was reported that two thirds of college students are feeling overwhelming anxiety. So it's hard. Now, even before the pandemic, I had done the yoga and the wellness because it's kind of in my DNA. Once we all went virtual, Everyone was jumping on the bandwagon with wellness because people were struggling so much. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. You know what you need to know and what's it all about. Everything you need. Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 229. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hi. Hi. So a funny thing happened at work last week. <laughs> What's that? So we were doing the circus. We do the Shrine Circus in town. And uh, and so we the Shrine Circus has been in the building for like 20 years. I've worked there for 15 of those 20 years. And so I deal with the same guy all the time. And he comes up to the door of my office and he says, hey, have you seen uh, Tom? And he points down the hall, which is where my coworker named Don sits. And I was like, oh, you mean Don? And he's like, no, Tom. Like He looks at me like, dumbass. Yeah. And I'm like, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I, I, and I like, I've dealt with this guy for years. years right. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Tom. Like, yeah. I don't even know how to respond. Right. And he's like, holy crap. <laughs> You're the incredible shrinking man. Like, he, he like legit did not recognize me. I mean, that had to feel pretty good. Yeah. If I'd have known that, I would have ducked him. That way I wouldn't have had to, have, had to do any work. Well. I'd have been like, oh, he's out. I don't want to tell you. No no, Tom here. No Tom here. <laughs> he got fired. Keep on moving. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I just thought that was... Yeah, that it's, was it's pretty awesome. Yeah, so but uh, so that that's what MetPro has has done for me anyway, and Total. Yeah. So, and you are getting there as well. Uh, 
You're still recognizable. Yeah. I haven't had anybody say, where's Crystal? Yes. So I'm, I think we're safe. <laughs> but I don't I don't begrudge you. Like, I'm so proud of all the changes you've made. It's been awesome. Well, thank you. So uh, what, pray tell, do you have in store for people this week? We have some past guest updates that I cannot wait to share with some everyone. very cool ones, multiple ones. Yeah. And we have Dancing with the Stars week four. Are we on five? I, I don't, don't know. even know. There's a Cody update. Well, then they do two in a week. They do I two know. performances in a week. Know. So then I don't even know what you call that. I like, don't know. I don't but know. we'll talk about it. And oh, uh, John Mills is not going to be able to join this episode. Yes. Um, he just had some family stuff that he's doing. So yes. he will be back next week. Don't yes. start any rumors unless it gets us more downloads than <laughs> rumor away. We've got uh, more Peloton relationships to hit. Uh, we have, let's see, Dr. Jen stops by. And we have like, I feel like the most heartbreaking question that Dr. Dr. Jen answers uh, what to do when you are ashamed of your Peloton stats, except it's way more heartbreaking the way it's worded. And then we have MetPro stopping by talking about the best sugar substitutes. And uh, we have celebrity sightings. We have competitor news, artist collaborations. And in case you missed it, it's been a glorious week of so many things happening in the Peloton world. Awesome. Well, before we get to all that shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, iHeart, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us while you're there. Maybe leave us a review so the people that come along after you know that we're worth checking out. Yes, please. Uh, this one is from Bang Life. Bang Life. I'll just leave it there. Okay. But uh, but if you see... Yeah, that if, took me a second. If you see... <laughs> You see that in my browser history. <laughs> Just remember this moment. <laughs> and they say, uh, thank you for your all-inclusive podcast. I was skeptical at first. How much can you really talk about a bike? You'd be surprised. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> this is an all-around fitness podcast. Not only physical fitness, but mental health, finance, wellness, and even fashion. The interviews are inspiring and the best part of my podcast week thank you for sharing your passion and then she says follow or he or she i don't know if says follow me and the leaderboard name is x t so x just the letter x and then t e e oh, so if oh, you want to awesome. find them on the leaderboard that's who they are thank you for the very kind review absolutely i wonder if it's christy i don't know you know x chris uh, never mind oh i see yeah x Tina? Yeah. 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 Probably not. Okay. So um, where was I at? Oh, yeah. Also, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page, join the group, sign up for the newsletter at the clipout.com. You'll get all the links and things like that emailed to you in one easy to find format and check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash the clip out where if you were uh, watching this on YouTube, you would have seen our bug guy sneaking around behind us. Yep. Killing bugs. Yep. It is... An apocalypse for bugs <laughs> in our home. Take that, bugs. So uh, there's all that. Let's uh, let's dig in, shall we? We shall. Instructors in the news. So another week, another Dancing with the Stars update. That's what we do now. Yeah, it is. It is what we do. And this week, let's see, there were two performances and it was Disney heroes and Disney villains. So for the heroes, Cody played Goofy, of all people. From a Goofy story. From a Goofy story. That's right. And they did a jive. And then for the Disney villains, Cody played Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. In case anyone out there doesn't know what that is. Right. And they did a Viennese waltz. 
Okay. So uh, we had a little bit of mixed reviews on the first night, the Goofy performance. There were three sevens and a six from Lynn because Lynn just, I don't know, doesn't, doesn't like Cody. She doesn't like Goofy. <laughs> he he doesn't like Goofy. You can tell how much Tom watches. I'm not paying attention at all. And then, uh, <laughs> but the Viennese waltz, everybody really liked. Uh-huh. Again, except for Lynn. There were three eights and a seven. So uh, that was that was pretty great. Not to mention this week that Cody had lots of support from the Peloton studio. Emma, Robin, and Jess Sims were all live in the audience. And each member who dances only gets to have three guests. So Tune Day was out on the West Coast supporting, but she was not able to go into the actual ballroom to watch. I think she drew the short straw. Uh, you know, judging by his hair and that goofy dance, I really thought there was uh, there's something about Mary Week. Uh, you know, it's funny that you say that because Maddie Majacomo posted on his story this morning. He said, kidding, kind of not kidding. Uh, who is making these wigs? Because they're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> pretty bad. They are pretty bad. That's pretty bad. <laughs> Gaston's was better yeah. than Goofy, but yeah, still not great. Yeah. Uh, it really cracks me up that every week John Foley is texting, I mean, Twittering about these. I wish yeah. John Foley were texting me. Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, every week John Foley is out there going, hey, don't forget to vote for Cody. And then he <laughs> posts pictures of it. So. And I think he has like 6,000 Twitter followers. It's I funny. Know. He doesn't have like, I mean, I know people love the instructors, but for the CEO, you think he'd have more than that. He's a good CEO. He just sits back and lets, lets the instructors yes. get all the loving. He's like, it's not about me that's right so i also thought it was interesting heavy.com talked about how the ratings on dancing with the star are not exactly where they have been historically yeah which is a polite way to say in the dumper yes it is yes yes and a lot of people blame that on changing to tyra i guess this is only her second season as host okay. and who was it before her i, I know it was tom bergeron for years but he left a while back and there was somebody different i thought but i don't i don't know yeah you'll have to do your own research on that i'm sure somebody could be answering that question. they're probably sitting at home answering the question they're, right now they're screaming at their phones yeah. And, yeah and i'm sorry i don't know the answer but what i do know is that people are not super thrilled with tyra uh and that there's a lot of people that wish that she was not still the host but she is and I don't know that that's really fair to call the reason that the show's not doing well, though. Yeah, I agree. I just because it's like the show's more than this show. Like some shows are definitely host driven, right? If the ratings on the Tonight Show drop, then it's Jimmy Fallon's fault. But, right. But like, I don't know that Dancing with the Stars, uh, the host can just kill the show like that. I, I would agree. And I think that part of it might just be how formulaic it is. Like you always know that guy on the end is going to get up and like stand up and start yelling because he's so excited. <laughs> and we've only watched it for four weeks. Right. And you know that you know that Lynn is never going to be happy with anybody's performance. Like it's just it's very formulaic. That's my point. And so like yeah. why keep watching it? Also you know people like Cody just said this week. This is big news by the way that Peloton is going to put like a mini studio out there. So Cody he doesn't have to go back and forth he'll be able to do classes from there but like what that actually means is they know that cody's going to be on the show for a while yeah i was thinking that too i'm like that's why wouldn't you have not done that in week one right I mean, it's, we're already four weeks in like uh, yeah that's a little confusing right i mean you shouldn't know that he's going to be on the show for a little bit i mean right so and, unless they see the stats like the phone and text and stuff is strong enough that they're like okay like that could be he'd have to come out and just sit Indian style for the whole song 
for, to actually start losing. And even and, then, he probably wouldn't. And and that that very well could be. You know, he's obviously made it through this week. He'll be on again next week. It'll be interesting to see how they do the studio and where, because you know, it's going to be in my mind like what they did for the COVID at times whenever the teachers were all teaching from home. First off, it's still COVID times. Well, <laughs> I it's know different you COVID times, but yes, yes it is still yes. COVID times. Uh, will we ever be? After it I don't I don't know But it's different Yes And but I think it'll be like When the instructors were teaching from home I think it'll be that kind of studio Sure And um, I made sure to point that out Because I'm pretty sure When people saw a studio on the west coast They right. all were like Oh my god Peloton's opening a studio on the west coast Yeah no they're not <laughs> And I don't think they ever will Because if they were gonna I think they would have It sure seems I mean it's mystifying that they haven't But it seems like if they were going to They'd have done it by now Although I will say The asterisk I would put on that Is as more and more opportunities Pop up like this for Peloton instructors And I think they will yeah. They will be incentivized to some sort of Have some sort of presence on the west coast Because if you want your Instructors to get the extra push From participating in Things like Dancing with the Stars Then you need to be on the west coast That is fair that's a fair point So uh, well we will see We will see what happens with that I would love To hear uh, John's perspective on all Of this but well, we will, alas we will check in With him next week we will we will and we'll see how Cody's doing next week because we already know he made it till next week. So can't wait to see. So Rebecca Kennedy and Andy Spear have made it Facebook official, even though I'm showing you a picture of Instagram. Yes. Yes. Well, they made it official across all channels. Right. But, uh, yes. So whew, I have been seeing speculation <laughs> about this for months. And here it is. And uh, I think this is all like first been in Leanne and now this I think this is all part of Peloton's plan to never have to hire a new instructor. They're just going to breed. They're just going to breed them. Yeah. Right. I I think you could be right. (laughs) I hope that they are both very happy. (laughs) Well, yes. Yes, we do. And then last week, uh, I think it was last week, we talked about Alex Toussaint signing with uh, Puma. Yes. Or if you're a fan of the Smothers Brothers, Puma. Uh, (laughs) As an old timey reference, but uh, I don't get it. But but it was funny anyway. It was it was if you like the Smothers Brothers, it's a good one. You know what I'll do? I in this week's newsletter, I will include a link to the Smothers Brothers Puma sketch. Okay. And that there's another reason for you to sign up for the newsletter. So, so when I can will it come out? Will it be like Sunday or will it be like Thursday? I was just asking. It came out on Tuesday this week. Oh, Thank oh, you very much. Okay. okay. I, considering I was just, you know, considering we're recording this on Wednesday, which is the day before <laughs> Thursday, and it already came out. It did not come out on a Thursday. It's, you know, is so many things. So yeah. I was just. I When's was the last just, time you sent one out? That's I, what I thought. I gave you that job, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> right, because you weren't sending them out. <laughs> right. So and I'm I got used, shit for it. So, so I am here we using go. my powers to send people. <laughs> Old-timey YouTube clips of classic comedy teams and sneaking them in surreptitiously. So anyway, Mm -hmm. Alex Toussaint signed with Puma, and now we found that Olivia Amato is also going to be a representative of Puma. Congrats to Olivia. That is really cool. I wonder how many other Peloton instructors they will snag. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, a lot of them already have deals with competitors, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. So, like, you gotta, you know... Yeah, and I saw uh, Kendall, I didn't include it in the notes, but uh, Kendall also signed with New Balance. I don't know when this happened. I just saw it on one of the instructor's IG stories, like potentially it was new, but maybe it's already been out there. I don't know. So Kendall is signed with New Balance if nobody knew that. I wonder if we'll start seeing like new instructors just like immediately getting gobbled up by 
athleisure wear companies and things like that. Just bef- I bet we will. Like basically, in case they become big deals, throw some money at them while we while they're cheaper. Could be. <laughs> They'll have lots of chances this year with yeah. so many new instructors. And then while we're talking about Olivia Amato, she was also featured uh, in Shape magazine this week. Yeah, this is this is our girl Michelle K. Yeah, uh, yes. she's uh, she's Shape's Peloton girl. Those are her words. Yes, I will say that every week. Uh, but but this story is like you said, Tom. Her whole path to fitness. So she changed from finance to fitness. If you don't know the story, now you can get it. And I love the way Michelle breaks this down. Like she really she really gets into the details with these instructors, and I appreciate that. She does. Then a website called thelily.com. I'm not familiar with it. I'm familiar with themarshall.com. <laughs> I got it. Thank you. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thelily.com featured Robin Arzan, what a Peloton VP and instructor does in a workday. And then in case you were wondering what she does without reading the whole article, go back up, Tom. Oh. Breastfeeding, hair and makeup. And an Aretha Franklin themed class. <laughs> Little spoiler for you. Well, I think that she probably breastfeeds every day. I don't know that she does an Aretha Franklin themed class every day. I would guess that, that you were correct. Seems unlikely. I agree. Yeah, I'm just telling you. What and it's she probably saying. also does her hair every day. <laughs> one would think. But uh, but yeah. So if you want to check that out, that'll be in the newsletter that I will send out <laughs> on Sunday. I just want you or to know maybe Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, or Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. I just want you to know that her workday starts at three o six a.m. Oof. Yeah. 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 No, thank you. Mm-hmm. And then uh, while we're speaking of Robin Arzan, she was featured on the cover of Parents Latina. And and since this is not Robin's first cover, let me just say it's Athena's first cover. Oh, how about that? Yeah. Yeah. She's like, what, two months old? She's already accomplishing shit I never even thought of. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's crushing goals, people. Crushing goals. Crushing goals she doesn't even know that she has. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Congrats to them both. That's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, come on, baby. Goal number one, stop shitting yourself. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Magazine cover, girl. <laughs> I told my parents I wanted to be a disc jockey, and that's what they said to me. Yeah, stop that, shitting yourself. That sounds, that sounds right. <laughs> But you accomplished that goal. I did ever so briefly. And then Susie Chan uh, posted a cool video on Instagram. Yeah, I really love this video. So if you guys haven't seen it, she breaks down all the different types of workouts that are available on the One Peloton app. It's like a mini guide to the tread. And that's what she calls it. And so she goes through all of them in this video. It's great. It's absolutely wonderful. I love whenever instructors do things like this. And Ocean Drive uh, has an article about uh, one of the newest instructors, if not the newest instructor, uh, Camilla Ramon. I think it is the newest. Yeah. And so it's good to see her making the rounds. There was an article about her last week as well, wasn't there? There was. Yeah. Coming and in hot. She is coming in hot. Yeah. Because she's the first ever Spanish speaking cycling instructor. And so we have that. I mean, she's making the waves. Yeah. That's when pretty great. You sent me the link for this. It says it's like OceanDrive.com. And I'm just glancing at it. I thought it said OneDrive. And I was like. Why do we have something about Camilla Ramon in our OneDrive? <laughs> like, are you interviewing instructors without me? What's yes, going on? <laughs> yes. Me and Camilla, we're besties now. You're like, and I did the whole interview in Spanish. Yes. Un poca espanol. A little Spanish. <laughs> I don't think I you said anything just Pretty then. Pretty sure I just butchered <laughs> the couple words that I know. This is why I don't make commercials. 
<laughs> I mean, Spanish classes. I can't talk. I'm tired. I don't know. <laughs> She's even. I don't struggling. even know what's happening. She's struggling in English. You're, <laughs> you're bilingual. <laughs> man, oh man, do you love your AG1? I really do. You do. It's a wonderful tasting drink, and it also makes me feel good. Like it's a great way to start the day. Uh, you know, I grew up. My dad always had things like tomato juice first thing in the right. morning. I feel like AG1 is my tomato juice. <laughs> <laughs> this generation's V8. Yes, I, I do. Uh, but I love the way it makes me feel. It's like I get all of my vitamins and I'm ready for the day just with a drink. And like I said, it's a good tasting drink. And it can help replace your, your multivitamin just by drinking an AG1 every day. Yes. And not only did I replace my multivitamin with AG1, but I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. It also has vitamin C and zinc to support my immune health. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. And that's why I've partnered with them for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase at drinkag1.com slash clipout. That's drinkag1.com slash clipout. Check it out. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? <laughs> well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, and they also come in like a million different colors and styles. For your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clipout listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R.com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30 day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. Getting the psychological edge with Dr. Jen. So yeah, I just wanted to give people a heads up. I've gotten some comments about our F-bombs and I just wanted to let you know that the proceed... If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it <laughs> it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread <laughs> i didn't make a sandwich with these I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the <laughs> best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and high in fiber. 
So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Segment is littered with F-bombs from Dr. Jen. <laughs> so uh, just know that if you got little kids in the room, cover their ears. Yeah. And turn then, it off. And then when Dr. Jen's done, we'll, it'll be back to regular. So Correct. Here is Dr. Your, Jen, your regularly scheduled program. Joining us once again is Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. She was a five year national team member in rhythmic gymnastics and sports psychology for the USA Gymnastics. It's Dr. Jen. Hello. Hi. Hello. Um, I have a little bit of a heartbreaking question from one of our listeners, and uh, this particular person did not want to share their their leaderboard name or their actual name. So we'll just have to keep that in mind. I'm sorry. Jane Doe. Yes, Jane Doe. That's perfect. That's perfect. Jane Doe. Um, So... Jane Doe uh, explained to me that she keeps everything private. She does not share her leaderboard stats with anyone because she's really embarrassed at how poor her numbers are. She doesn't even accept friends uh, for that reason. Both of her uh-huh. sisters. I know. I know. This one's Jane. heartbreaking. It's, it's yeah. 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 Both of her sisters and one of her brothers have bikes and they video chat and ride together. But she can't because they're all so much faster and better than her. Yes, you do you, et cetera, et cetera. But I have so much shame at how bad my numbers are. I'm always in the bottom of the leaderboard. I miss out on so much by being this way. But I see other people being so proud of their numbers and I just can't be proud of mine. I can only be silently proud that I ride in spite of it. How do I overcome oh. this? Oh, Jane, first of all, I, I feel for you. And it makes me so sad that you are active and engaged and riding and doing your thing and that you are doing something that's so wonderful and that I, you have so much to be so proud of, but that you're not sharing it for this reason. And look, I don't know if you come from a family where those members are kind of mean-spirited or competitive or teasing and would be insensitive to you, in which case, look, it may be good self-care to not do that with them. That said, I'm someone who's normally super competitive. I mean, I was on the national team. I performed in the 84 Olympics and rhythmic gymnastics. Like, I am someone who always strives to be, like, the best of the best, except at Peloton. And I'm generally at the bottom of the leaderboard to look for me, Jane Doe, where like, <laughs> I will be there with you, sister. And I'm very proud of what I do. Like, this is who I am. I'm just, I'm, for me, the process is more important than the outcome. And it's taken me years to learn that. And especially as a competitive rhythmic gymnast, that was not what we were taught. But you can't control the outcome. You can only control what you do, how often you train, how you train, how much sleep you get, your nutrition, this stuff that fuels you. But your body's going to respond the way it's going to respond. And I think that you should give your body the respect of saying like, hey, this is cool. Like, fuck it. I'm at the bottom of the leaderboard with these awesome people who are also working as hard as I am. And like, fuck anyone who judges us. Yes. So. Like, that's kind of my perspective. And I think that you've got a lot to be proud of. And I think it's a shame to not be more part of the community and 
again, if there are people in your life who would not be cool about it, who would like hassle you or tease you, well, then fuck them. They don't deserve to get to see your numbers or anything. But, you know, to me, the numbers are like one of the least important things. And it's, it's funny to me, the leaderboard is not like I never compete on the leaderboard. Like, and, and you and I, we've taken classes together, Crystal, yeah. and you blow past me. I'm like, bye, nice seeing you. <laughs> but to me, the leaderboard is about encouragement. It's about high-fiving people and being like, hey, you can do it. And them doing the same for me and just like, we're in this together and we're sweating it out and we're all struggling and we're all doing our thing. And I think that it's important to examine why does it matter where you are on the leaderboard? Why does it matter how you compare to these people? What really matters is how you compare to you. And even more importantly, how often are you working out? How consistent are you? How much enjoyment are you getting out of it? Is it time for you to try something new to kind of reinvigorate yourself and make it fun and exciting again? Or are you loving what you're doing? So to me, the focus needs to be the process over the outcome and also finding people that support you wherever you are and letting those people in on that you're on the leaderboard and this is what you did and share that with them. Yes, I totally agree. And I just want to give Jane a big hug and tell her I'm at the bottom too. I'm I'm right there with you guys. I am I'm at the bottom and and you know what? It's part of the bikes. They're always they're always calibrated different. You can't even look. It's not even a reliable metric. <laughs> it's really not. Yeah. And it's like, and look, not to brag, but I feel like I can a little bit because I'm no spring chicken. But like, I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm I have got six pack abs. You would look at me, you'd be like, oh, she's at the top of the leaderboard. Fuck no, I'm at the bottom, <laughs> and I'm happy there. Like, I'm just, I can't believe that I like. I'm able to do the things I can do that I can make it through a 60 minute running class. That's amazing. Like I couldn't have done that when I first got my Peloton. And so to me, that's really, I did the LA marathon in 1999 and was like, I don't care if I, if I crawl, I don't care if I walk. Like I just, I don't care. I don't want a place. Like I just want to get to five hours and 20 minutes. I couldn't be any prouder. (laughs) I did it. Like, I'm just happy that they didn't close the, the like the whole race before I was done. So <laughs> that's you know, always I my think fear. It's, I think it's time to like really look at this differently and fuck anyone who judges you, fuck anyone who has an issue with you. Find your people, find the people who will support you wherever you're on the on the leaderboard and that you can feel good about it. Yes. Absolutely. <sighs> Perfect. What do, what do we always tell the kids? You wouldn't care what people thought about you. If, if you realized how little they did. Yeah. <laughs> it's the truth. It's absolutely the truth. You know, Phil Stutz, who wrote the tools, always talks about the 30 second rule. He says, nobody thinks about anybody but themselves for more than 30 seconds. And it's true. It is. You know, people yeah. are like, oh, I'm pretty on the leaderboard. Oh, that's nice. Does my ass look fat in these leggings? <laughs> like, what am I for dinner? What time's my husband coming home? Uh, is my daughter going to break curfew again? Like, Everybody goes back to thinking about themselves. Yeah, that's human nature. Yes. Yes. Yep. Well, thank you so much for joining us again. Until next time, where can people find you? You can find me on all social media, especially Instagram. And I Insta story all of my workouts at Dr. Jed Man, two ends on Jed, two ends on man. Awesome. Thank you. Peloton in the news. 
So you can now get text updates from Peloton. Yes. So any breaking news from Peloton that you don't get here. Right. From the clip out. So really the only one you could get that you would get that would be better is if they just sent out the thing saying that they acquired the clip out. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the only better that's the only better news. But uh yeah, you you can get it now so you can sign up so you get the little little texties on your phone. Oh, texties. Mm-hmm. Not testies. Not testies. I mean, I guess you could probably get those on your phone too. Oh, Oliver's gone. Oh. <laughs> wow. Sorry. I couldn't help it. You said it that's normally the sort of common people expect from me. I've lived with you too long. I've lived with you too long. Like, oh, you set goodness. it up. You yeah. teed it right up for yeah, me. Yeah, I did. Yeah, so did he. <laughs> so, uh, anywho, uh, moving right along. Sorry, guys. Peloton also changed their uh, terms of service in the last week. Yeah, it's really funny. Uh, well, I think it was two weeks. I, I don't remember exactly what it was. I just know that like suddenly when I turned on whatever machine I was using, I think it was the tread. It was like, oh, agree to these terms and conditions again. And I was <laughs> like, what? Like I've had this this piece of equipment forever. Why right. am I doing this again? Well, it turns out that's because they changed some things. And I don't think it will affect most people i would agree but uh so you used to be able to have unlimited uh, uh profiles under your membership if you have a full access right. membership not on the app okay and now it's limited to 20 yes yes which is a lot it is a lot I mean, even the duggers can get by with 20 that's true you know that's true wait so, can they i thought they had 19 now but some of them have moved out so they're still good you would think yeah yeah <laughs> so um, if they had one per year, the, the the first couple should be ready to go by now. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I feel like this is part of the whole pre-core thing. I think they're going to put, you know, they're pushing into apartment complexes and hotels and, you know, and or maybe even various workplaces and, then you know, office spaces that have gyms and you're not going to get one membership and everybody in the office gets to glob onto it like they're you know you still have to have a membership but if you scroll down it even says that now like that was something else they changed it wasn't just about the number of profiles it also has like this piece in it that says that like a member is an individual who has a peloton account for personal non-commercial use and that the membership holder is any member who activates and pays the monthly subscription fees for a membership and so it didn't used to say that before. It did not clarify that it was non-commercial use before. Gotcha. Um, so it's small, but I. Yeah. But it's to the point that it's about pre-core. That that's why I'm mentioning it. Right. I, I I really agree with you that that that's what all this is for. They're just setting it up. And it's similar to software, right? Like if you sign up for you know Adobe Photoshop, you don't get to buy one license and share it with. You know, 18 people. Right. All of General Motors. Like right. you have to buy the General Motors has to buy different licenses for everyone. Exactly. So, yeah. It's no different. It's no different. Also, the fall lineup has been announced. And you know what is different? Them announcing a fall lineup. How about They've that? They've never done this before. Is that new? I, th- yeah. I felt like it was, but I, you know, I At, only half listen. In the past, <laughs> in the past, what they've done is just like as new classes come online, they'll just like it, when they when they set up a new kind of class, their mm-hmm. signature classes, as they call them, or a series, uh, they'll just announce them. Right. You know? But now we have all these classes returning, all these series returning. So together we ride with Robin is is uh, Friday, October 15th. Sundays with Love with Allie Love is 
Sunday, October 17th. Flow and Let Go with Aditi, October 21st. Cover to Cover with Jen Sherman, October 24th. Just King Experience, November 5th. And uh, XOXO with Cody, December 14th. So far, never mind, I'll stop that. I was going to talk about uh, I was going to talk about clothing, but we'll get there. Okay. We'll talk about that later. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. I know. I got but got excited. I um but yeah, I mean this just goes back to what I've been saying for a while, which you think of Peloton like a like a TV network. Yep. And there's the fall lineup. Yep. <laughs> so uh John Foley stopped by a Peloton retail location. <laughs> the first retort. Well, I think it was the first retail location, but I might be wrong. Okay. But it was the Short Hills showroom either way. And uh, <laughs> boy, that's not first. It's real early. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and he says that he put his sales pitch to the test. He, he says he still got it. He sold us his tread and a bike. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a picture of him with the whole team. I thought that was really fun. Uh, totally. How although, many CEOs do you see doing things like this? Yeah. Unless that's it's for cool. like some wacky reality show. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm also thinking it's probably a lot easier to sell a bike and a tread now than it was six years ago <laughs> i think he would agree with that call me crazy i i think yeah <laughs> i feel like that is true yeah and i love that no matter where john goes he's got that vest like i <laughs> i kind of wonder if he bought all of those vests that's why nobody else has them i think he got all of them he cornered the market mm-hmm and then uh, finally, we should talk about Made on Netflix. We should. Uh, so I don't have like a specific uh, news article that links this to Peloton, but Stephanie Land is a Peloton writer, or she has been in the past. I think that she's been off the bike for a little while with COVID, uh, but she is a, a Peloton writer. And uh, she actually wrote the book, and it is based on a true story called Made. Which just got turned into a Netflix series and started, uh, it, it was actually like premiered. Number, yeah, it was like number two trending or something. It was doing very well on Netflix. It started off at number three yeah. and has increased to number two this week. So yes, you are absolutely correct. And uh, if, if you haven't read this story, you absolutely should. Or watch it even better. Yeah. But it's a true story. And there's a lot in it that's that's tough. Like it's tough. It's It's about... You know, the uh, cycle of poverty and that when you're in the poverty cycle, it's hard to break out of Mm -hmm. because like you can't get a job because you don't have a car and you can't get to the job because you don't have a car. But then you need proof of a job to get a car. And then like in the middle of all that, you have a kid. So what do you do with them? And then there's also domestic abuse and that's talked about and verbal abuse. And so Stephanie Land has been through a lot and she is on the upside of that at the moment where she's lived a shit ton of shit yeah she's made it to the other side best-selling book and a hit netflix tv show go stephanie absolutely peloton partnerships so i was very excited about this one when i first read it i bet you were which is peloton partners with david jones and i was like now that's a class I can get behind, but it turns out that's also the name of a department store franchise in Australia. Yeah. So I not was dis- Davy Jones from the Monkeys. Yes. I, I mean, was- Tom, you should have known that wasn't a thing because Davy Jones is no longer living. Well, but they could still maybe do an artist series with them. Okay. But yeah, they're uh, not gonna. Yeah, they would just do the Monkeys. Yeah. So uh, I was decidedly less excited. Maybe I'd be more excited if I was Australian. Well, the the thing is, is that uh, when we uh, interviewed Joey Ruggiero, 
I always say his last name wrong. <laughs> I give up on names, but we just had him on. It just aired a couple of weeks ago. He was saying that none of the stores in Australia actually got to open because of COVID. Right. Like they were all set to open, then COVID, then nothing. But now, just this week, it is they're launching their first Australian showroom and they're partnering with David Jones to boost their presence. So very similar to how they've done in other stores where they have like a, a, a section of the store. Right. I think they did this in England. With, yeah. With the I forget the name, but the one that makes all those really cool Christmas commercials. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's the one. So uh, this is very cool. Very cool. I love seeing how they grow internationally. Yes, Mike Kyle, that is for you. International growth. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Peloton stock ticker. Real quick stock hit a key core cut its uh, Peloton price target from 185 mm-hmm. to 155. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, well, first of all, a lot of places have been cutting yeah. their targets. But um, the interesting thing I thought uh, is that we're this is still above where they are now. Like if you look at the stock market, they're not right. at 155 right now. Yeah. So, so they anticipate it's still heading back up. And I do too. Like yeah. I, I know that there are people that are like, cut your losses, sell I your know. Peloton it, stock. It's funny. The same people that tell you that you were a fool to buy it at $29 are now telling you that you're a fool to to still hold on to the stock or that yeah like uh never mind. I yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, it'll be fine. Yes. I, in my opinion, I'm not a stockbroker, so don't listen to me for financial advice. I'm just saying in my opinion, it'll be fine. Yeah. I'm not selling whatever that's worth. Clip out. Joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube, it is Angelo from MetPro here to answer all of your nutrition questions, or at least one at a time. (laughs) Hey, guys, thank you for having me back. (laughs) Uh, We are so glad you're here. Uh, One of our Clipout members, Ashley Galloina, has a question for you. She would like to know what is the best sugar substitute? She's heard that Splenda and similar do more long-term harm than good. Is Stevia any better, or are we better substitute? Substituting something like honey and coffee, obviously applesauce in baking. <laughs> yeah. So the, the answer, of course, as always, is it, it depends. depends. <laughs> yep. yep. Um, and so everybody has their preferences. Uh, so there is a body of research that suggests there are some artificial sweeteners, some more so than others, that have negative impacts long term. That said, I am always a proponent of what I'm looking for with my clients is improvement. Now, a lot of my clients, we are 100% natural, totally organic. And we're not, we don't need to use any synthetic or artificial sweeteners. Other clients, I am just fine with them taking baby steps. If we have gone from having Uh, eight diet sodas a day down to two, that is a huge win (laughs) and we are making progress. And so we just put these goals on the, you know, on the totem pole and check them off one at a time and move towards progress. A general rule of thumb is any move towards more natural is a good move. Here's where people sometimes get hung up. There are some natural uh, sweetener substitutes that also come with a hefty caloric load. And so for some people, it's not a problem. Uh, If you don't have a slow metabolism, if you're not on that edge of your body's itching to gain weight, a teaspoon of honey here or there is not going to be a problem. 
If your body is stubborn and you're on a very regimented, strict nutrition plan and you're fighting the last few pounds of fat loss, switching to something like honey is not going to help the fat loss effect. We're actually giving your body sugar. So instead of burning the fats, uh, you have a fuel source that's readily available. So it's a matter of understanding when and how to apply. Now, I'm a big fan of stevia because that is a more natural substitute. Uh, stevia by itself tends to be uh, have a little bitter aftertaste. Some people love it. Some people use it in everything and it doesn't bother them. It's very potent. You don't need as much. It's not a one-to-one -one translation for like sugar. Uh, so you might try using a dab. What a number of companies have done is they've found that by basically mixing stevia with another sugar substitute, they come up with essentially a happy medium. In other words, no, it's not 100% all not natural. Uh, it is a sugar substitute, and it maybe it does have some artificial, but it's 80% stevia, 20%. And so here, what we have is it checks the box of are we making progress? Right. So you might uh, uh, look into some of those. A lot of my clients like uh, Truvia is a good example of something that's kind of that middle ground. And then some people find that it, just like your client indicated, as you get used to less sugar, less sweeteners in general, your palate will change to where you won't need as much and you will actually taste the flavors and enjoy the sugar and fruit, enjoy the applesauce um, and just lower quantities. And that's a good goal as well. But here's the caution. I, at the end of the day, I'm all about actionable practical because there are some people that are like, oh yeah, that's great. I could, I could freeze some, some blueberries and some strawberries and put it, you know, sprinkle a little a stevie on it and love that. And then there are some people listening right now that goes, this guy is nuts. <laughs> he, thinks I'm gonna, he thinks that's going to do it for me and I'm going to be happy with a couple strawberries. So figure out where you're at and where you can find that happy balance. In general, if you are using the straight up artificial sweeteners, if you can start to gradually progress towards reducing them, that's a good thing. Okay. Okay. That's now I feel good. a little guilty for taking a drink of diet soda during that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It. You're a good example of improving, so we'll take it. Oh, I'm not improving. Progress. I drink a lot of diet soda. <laughs> yeah. So uh, thank you for all that. If people want to get your advice uh, personally so they can yeah. uh, go on their own fitness journey, where can they find you? Metpro.co slash TCO. Awesome. awesome. Thank you. Past guest update. So we have not one, not two, but three past guest updates Four. this week. Wait. Four. One, two, three, four. Oh, okay. Four. Well, I don't even know who the fourth one is in. Oh, I'll be surprised. Yeah. Uh, so let's start with CJ Albertson, who uh, competed in the Boston Marathon and uh, loves his Peloton tread. If you are if you have a tread and you've been seeing the same guy kicking your ass on the leaderboard thinking like, oh, that guy's doing some sort of game. No, no, no it's CJ Albertson. And he's he, he's really that fast, y'all. And he was leading the Boston Marathon for like 12 like, miles. It was or like something. half of it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, he ended up coming in 10th. Yeah. And, but, uh, but, but it's his first time yeah. at the Boston Marathon. And he's he's a half marathon guy. So this is a big deal. And, you know, he set the world record for the 50K last year. 
Okay. 500K. I don't know. Some kind of thing. But um, but like, he's a big deal. Yeah. Like, you better remember this name because he is not done setting records. And yeah. it was his birthday on this day. How about that? And he's expecting a baby. CJ's having an amazing year. Yeah. How it's crazy. Coming in 10th in the Boston Marathon when he's pregnant. I no, his his wife is pregnant. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. But, but close. <laughs> oh, so cool. And then, uh, so past guest, Howie Godnick, <laughs> the poet laureate of Peloton. Yes. If you haven't seen him over on the OPP, then yeah. you are really missing out. But his son, his son, Max, has been on Jeopardy and winning. Tearing it up. Yeah. How cool is that? So yeah. congrats to Howie and, of course, to Max. I mean, but Howie was the guest. Yes. So. <laughs> but Max is doing all the heavy lifting. Yeah, he is. Yeah. That's, that's true. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, Susie Barris, you might remember, she was uh, one of our early guests. And on our, when we did our... Our uh, our 200th. Our 200th. She was one of the guests we checked in on because she had, had has brain cancer. She does. And well, had, she's, her scans are clear. Yes. So we actually should not say that. She right. has had brain right. cancer. She is in remission. And uh, has been doing amazing. And... She she uh, competed in a, a virtual half marathon. Not only did she compete on it on her tread, but uh, you might remember from Susie's update that she can't walk outside anymore because it's too confusing. Like she has to be on a flat surface, but she can run on her treadmill. She actually got a PR for her half marathon on her treadmill. I mean... She's incredible. Yeah. She is so incredible. Absolutely. What an inspiration. And then uh, finally, last but not least, Paul Bradley, who was uh, on here talking about his adventures in the Moab 240. And just to be clear, that 240 it refers to miles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he unfortunately did not finish it, but he got to 103.2 miles before. Uh, what was he had? He had just severe blisters. He had blistering. severe blisters and, and swelling because it was raining the whole time he was running. And uh, so, like, he was just soaked through. Everything was chafing. Not good. Um, and so, like, but he ran for, like, I don't know, 36. I don't know how many hours. It was it was a yeah. crazy amount of hours straight. It's like three consecutive marathons. Yeah. Incredible, incredible. And this was his second attempt at the Moab. He last year he started off and he did not get very far because it well, comparatively, I think he still did like 60 miles or something like that. But um, this was his second attempt. And I mean, just incredible, incredible. Yeah, it's a still a major achievement. I know I'm sure it's frustrating to not complete it, but it was that's still 103 miles. That's insane. And as he's been training for this in the last 10 months, he's lost 30 pounds from all of his training. Wow. Yeah. So very cool. Congrats to Paul Bradley. Also an inspiration. Our guests are so dang inspirational. They are. Peloton Celebrity Sightings. As we know, uh, Peloton is bringing back dance cardio and it was alluded to at homecoming uh, that Usher would be making an appearance and ta-da, Usher is making an appearance. Yeah, and uh, articles were aplenty about this, which really just kind of cracked me up. But yeah, Usher was, is actually in one of the, the, the videos and I guess he just kind of comes in at the end, does his little thing and he's out. <laughs> he doesn't tease the whole class no i don't oh, i don't boo. think that he does but he did help i mean but he did with the music okay you know, he did provide the music so i guess that counts i think it does yeah more than i'll ever get to do put it that way <laughs> other connected fitness so tonal made a major move 
They did. And they have signed a deal with LeBron James. I mean, that is... That's legendary right there. Yeah, I mean, that's like the... <laughs> that's a big damn deal. That, that's... He's, I mean, I, I know an athlete's a big deal when I know who they that's are. That's how I felt. Yeah. You know, I, we got, whenever I posted this, somebody was like, oh my gosh, Crystal recognized an athlete. And I was like, but that says more about LeBron James right. than it does me. Yeah. Like, I, I, that's that's kind of the, the point of it. That, like, it's that big of a deal. That yeah. even I know who I it mean, is. I mean, the only way he could be a bigger basketball player is uh, if he were on the Harlem Globetrotters. I knew you were going to well, say that. Well, that's... <laughs> We all know the Harlem Globetrotters is the pinnacle of basketball achievement. They, mm-hmm. I mean, you know what? Chicago Bulls, okay. Mm-hmm. Did they have a Saturday morning cartoon? They, no. No. Right? Mm. Los Angeles Lakers, big deal. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did they rescue Gilligan? They, they did not. They did not. They did not. So... Case closed. Okay, but anyway, back to LeBron James. This is amazing. It is. Yeah, and so uh, he's using his tunnel to train for basketball. So whenever they do even better than they normally do, I guess we know why. <laughs> and for people that are like, oh, you can't really get a good workout with Tonal. Well, there you yeah. go. And he invested money with the company as well. So he must think pretty highly of it. He didn't just take their money. He gave them his money. Yeah. I mean, that's that's putting your mouth where, where your money is. Or something like that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you guys know He must have a big mouth because he's got lots of money. <laughs> lots of muscles, too. I think that's Look how that, that works, right? Like, <laughs> if you're going to put your money where your mouth is, you've got that much money, you got to have... A very large mouth for storage. Look at that. Deadlift in 179 pounds. Dang. Yeah, I'm just at like 175. Oh. You're so, almost there. Dare to dream. Almost there. <laughs> Couple more pounds. And then I will be on the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> oh, my God. And then while we're talking about other connected fitness, uh, headtopics.com, whatever that is, <laughs> uh, had an interesting article about uh, a bunch of fitness companies have jumped into the IPO market this year and it ain't going so well. Yeah, they've all been like, oh, you know, uh, let's do this IPO. Just yeah. kidding. Turns out market conditions aren't as great as we thought. So it's not so easy to be the next Peloton. It's not. Yeah, it's not. Peloton makes it look easy. Yeah. Yeah. So whenever they're downgrading, y'all just remember that. Yes. <laughs> Peloton Artist Collaboration. So the latest artist collaboration is with Bad Bunny. He's back. And bad. <laughs> and but a bunny. But he's back because by popular demand to celebrate Latin Heritage Month. How cool is that? And so they're going to be brand new Spanish speaking classes featuring Bad Bunny. And it's going to be with uh, the two the instructors. So we have uh, Mariana uh-huh. and Camilla. Awesome. So on the mat and on the bike. Check it out. In case you missed it. I know we talked about Sundays with Love earlier. That's yes. not what this is about. What this is about is the apparel that you can get for Sundays with Love. And I think it's interesting because we saw the fall lineup earlier. Right. right. This is the only one that's announced clothing so far. So far. Will there be more? We will see. And we know that a new drop is happening tomorrow because we record on Wednesday. So we know that a new drop is happening tomorrow. I don't think it's for for another fall lineup class, though. I don't think it's for themed classes. I think it's just the regular one. So okay. we will see what happens. If you haven't gotten it, though, you can go get your uh, Sundays with Love apparel. It's out there. Peloton birthdays. 
so uh, we have a, a birthday we missed because she was new and we couldn't find her information. But now we know it. So it will be there next year. Kira Michelle, her birthday was uh, October 10th. Yep. So, so we got her on the list. So send her a belated card. Yes. And for you long timers, people that have been with Peloton for a while now, uh, coming up on the 18th. The 18th of October or no, of September. You have September here. Oh, that's a typo. Oh, okay. So, uh, <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> yeah. Uh, coming up on the 18th of October, we think, is Stephen Little. Yeah. So for all of you, like Tom just said, reach out. Uh, Stephen Little is actually in the middle of uh, Moab. Out there where Paul Bradley was uh, He is going cross country In an airstream and he Posts like daily all of his Adventures on a motorcycle and his Airstream so he's kind of doing that like Camper life van life except without The murders <laughs> yes that's For the best yeah definitely or so so We think no don't what? say that So yeah <laughs> go say happy birthday To Stephen Little <laughs> Checking in with the Peloton Community so joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube, it's Marcy Bullock. Hey, Marcy, how's it going? It's going great. It's so nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Thanks oh, for being sure. Here. Yeah, I have uh, lots of questions for you. I am interested in a lot of things, but I'm going to start where I always start, which is how did you originally find Peloton and decide this is the bike for me? Yes, what a great question. I've always been an avid fitness enthusiast and I had done a lot of spin classes in big groups before. And so actually my daughter brought it up to me when she was traveling. She found a Peloton in her hotel and she said, oh, mom, you've got to check this out. Now, this is at least three years ago. And the rest is history. All of us have one, both my daughters. One lives in New York. One lives in California. We ride together and we're now addicted. Aww. So was it like as soon as she told you about it, you went and got it? Did you have to research? Were you a little hard to convince? I went to a shopping mall okay. in Durham, North Carolina, where the Peloton booth, I guess I would call it, was right in the middle of the mall. <laughs> so it was super embarrassing. People were shopping <laughs> and my husband and I were like all decked out and we wanted to give it the test ride. And actually during that test ride, a friend of my daughter's texted her and said, I think I see your mom in the middle of the mall riding a bike. So after we did that test run that we were like, we're sold. Let's do it. That's amazing. OK, so you said that you've always been a fitness enthusiast. Did your fitness level change at all whenever you brought Peloton home? I would say that my fitness level, I got a bit obsessed as far as wanting to do a lot of things. I'm a soccer player. I played soccer for 40 years and then I received a diagnosis. I'm 57 years old and my doctor said, you cannot run or jump anymore. Whoa. So that was a time to retire the soccer boots, which I'm totally fine with. Been there, done that. Got to play with my daughters in tournaments, even in my mom's memory for breast cancer called Celebrate the Tatas. We did so <laughs> much with athletics together. We actually got breast in show. That's very true. Um, so we, we had so much fun with soccer as a family. We're all obsessed with it. But now we've switched to Peloton and yeah, I pretty much get on it every day. I just got back from a vacation in California for 10 days where I missed it so much. And I was so excited to return. First ride I did was live DJ with Robin. And I'm like, yes, I needed that today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of extends your vacation a little bit. You get to have a vacation even though you're home. 
it's kind of a good way to start back. Yeah, I know. I love it. I always tell my students, I teach at North Carolina State University and I say, I start my day with a dance party. And that's just like what happens in my world before I come to campus and teach you. So I'm just curious. And if this is too personal, you don't want to answer it. By all means, just tell me to shut my pie hole. It happens a lot. What precipitated your doctor telling you that you can't run or jump? Yeah, the diagnosis I received was femoral acetabular impingement, which is basically where the ball and socket of the hip are just not doing what they're supposed to do. So I had three different surgeons look at the MRI and say, there's really not any surgery to do. Go ahead and do PT. And that's really helped me. And I'm able to be active and enjoy the strength training, the yoga and the bike. Was that just from like all the years of soccer playing? Like it's you just overuse that part? (laughs) Yeah, a lot of overuse because when you're dominant footed in soccer, you're always like compensating with all the other muscles that are connected. So it's like your quads and your calves and everything is just trying to deal with the fact that you're always hitting with your right foot. So after that many years, I think the old hip decided to say you're done. Sure. That makes sense. That's why I don't play soccer. So when I tell people my body is in like new condition. It's true. (laughs) It's true, Tom. Not doing anything means yeah, be, that you know, haven't be, used up every all of your muscles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tell us about your podcast. What's the name of it and what is it about? Oh, thanks for asking. So, yes, we're fellow podcast nerds. <laughs> I um, started two years ago doing Wolfpack Career Chats which is an opportunity for me to talk with graduates of my university, as well as current students. And really, it's all about overcoming struggles and realizing that life has many ups and downs. And when I give a stage to people that have gone through a lot of these obstacles and come out on the other side, it really inspires my current students. Oh, that's wonderful. What school is that? It's North Carolina State University in Raleigh, North Carolina. So that's home of the Wolfpack, thus Wolfpack Career Chats. Uh, okay. And we talk to all kinds of people just about their journey in life and what happened to them. Did they know what they wanted to be when they grew up? And we talk about wellness. We talk about all things for a very happy, successful life. So what made you decide, like, I'm going to do a podcast to reach out to my current students? I'm curious about that. Yeah, I decided to do it a few years ago. Podcasts, I'd listened to so many of them. And I really said to myself, I want to talk to people about their stories. And plus, I realized that not every student on our campus, there's 30,000 of them, can take the classes that I teach. I really only have room for 100 every semester with the four different sections of the courses. So this way, students could listen to the interviews. Many of them I recorded live in my class, and they would listen to the students asking questions. It would be the same kind of questions that they would have. And they just got to pop their earbuds in and walk to class and get the same kind of content. We've had over 20,000 listens so far, so it's pretty exciting. That's really cool. Yeah, that's really good, especially for like a narrowly focused show like that. Yeah. How long ago did you start it? Yeah, this is going to be going on season three, so it'll be two years. Very cool. That's awesome. Is the school supportive? 
Yeah, the school is very supportive. I think overall, we get the freedom to have these conversations to talk about challenging things that everyone's thinking about. Like we've done a lot on diversity, equity, and inclusion recently. And just understanding when you pick an employer, how important that is to feel a part of the group. And even if you're not in a majority group, how can you make sure that you are encouraged to advance and feel welcomed? Do you guys talk about how you don't necessarily know what that's going to feel like at the new company? Because I find that that's a really tricky part of an interview process to figure out what it's really like there, not just what they tell you it's like there. Yeah, it's super hard. I agree, Crystal, because from the standpoint of a student coming out of college, they're in a pandemic. Everything is turned upside down. They're just like, oh, I hope I get employed. But this is one of the things that we tell them to do is to really look at not just what is said in the interview and on the website, but what people who work there are feeling. Do they have mentors that look like them? And are there programs that assist them with support? And that's hard to find out. It takes a lot of digging. Wow. It does. Yeah. So when did you like become a teacher or professor? I don't know what your official title is, so I don't mean to like make it sound less than it is. But like, tell us a little bit about how you got where you are. Yeah, absolutely. So my title would be instructor. Okay. I'm not an officially a doctor, but a lot of students call me professor. And I've worked at four different universities from University of Queensland to University of California, San Diego to the University of Redland. Each of those roles, I think my tagline that I use is I devote my life to helping other people figure out what to devote theirs to (laughs) because we spend more waking hours with our coworkers than we do with our loved ones. So I'm really passionate about helping people make those decisions. And I would say about 10 years ago, I got the opportunity to actually teach courses that would be for credit on a student's transcript related to career exploration, career readiness. I'm now teaching women in the workforce. And these are all professional development focused. I got a chance to kind of put forward my ideas for what I wanted the syllabus and the rubrics to look like. And the rest is history. That's really cool. So now I remember when you and I were kind of chatting offline, you told me that you actually use Peloton yoga content in your classes. Now, I need to know all the things about this. So, (laughs) yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny because I think with the pandemic, we have focused a lot on wellness with our students because there's so much mental health crisis happening in universities around the nation. And recently, it was reported that two-thirds of college students are feeling overwhelming anxiety. So it's hard. Now, even before the pandemic, I had done the yoga and the wellness because it's kind of in my DNA. Once we all went virtual, everyone was jumping on the bandwagon with wellness because people were struggling so much. So what I do is midway through class and my students know that it's coming. And at first they're like, wait, what? We're doing yoga? Like, do we need a mat? Do I have to have blocks? Do I need and leggings? the answer is, yeah. yeah, leggings are not required. It's all the yoga, the everywhere or wherever you are. I can't remember what the filter says. And a lot of it is standing or chair yoga. And I just put it up on the big screen. We get to see Aditi and Kristen and 
all of the wonderful instructors live. Everyone gets out of their seat and we take part in the five to 10 minute class in the middle. Sometimes we do meditation. That's another really popular one in my class. And I love using that content and introducing students to it because many of them have never done it before. So are these like five-minute classes, 10-minute classes on the shorter side. So you're not taking up a ton of your instruction time is what it sounds like. But yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's usually five to 10. Although it was funny, I pulled up the filter the other day and I said, all right, what do we need today? Do we need courage, meditation, patience? Do we need relaxation, energy? And someone picked a 15 minute meditation (laughs) and my students were all like, yes, we want to do this. And I was like, sorry, we have some other things we have to do today. So typically five to 10 minutes. That's a great scam though, man. Yeah. Smart student. Pick the longest one. Yeah. Then we don't have to do the real work. We can just sit here and breathe together. There's something to be said about it, obviously. Don't let Chelsea Jackson Roberts here. You refer to the yoga classes as not real work. Oh, no, I like it. I mean, you know, it's funny because the one that we just did was Kristen McGee. And she said, this is you have nowhere to be. Yes, I love that one. You have nothing to do and you have no one to be. And we actually talked about that afterwards, that that was probably the only five minutes that you didn't have to be a sister or a daughter or a student. And you could just be. Yeah, she's done that in a couple of her meditations. And I love that mantra. Yeah, it's very relaxing. (laughs) I know. I love it, too. We got a chance to do a live class with Kristen before the pandemic. We went up to the homecoming. And now we're such big fans of hers. That's awesome. So you were at the last homecoming that was live. The very, very cool. Very cool. Hopefully someday we'll all get to do that again. (laughs) Wouldn't that be nice? It would. It would be nice. What do the students say about it? I mean, obviously they want to take the break, but like, what do they say about (laughs) the yoga and the meditation, especially the ones that never have done it? What are they saying? Yeah, they actually talk about it in their course evaluations, which made me so happy because typically students like to criticize and say all the things (laughs) that they didn't enjoy about a class. But this really stood out. Oh, my gosh, I love the yoga. And we recently did a Zoom with over 600 people on it. It was over the holidays, the winter holidays. And right before school started, we said, hey, we're going to do a career boot camp. And we had 600 people tune in. Wow. And they all mute their camera, mute their microphone when the yoga comes on and take their break. And even in that feedback, it was really highly rated. So it's a keeper. Wow. Okay. So I have a little bit of a tricky question. Have you ever told anybody at Peloton that you're doing this? And like, if you have, what's their response? And I'm only asking this question out of complete curiosity. I am not like trying to start anything, but it it occurs to me as we're talking through this, that like if they were a Disney like entity, that that could be a problem, like rebroadcasting. Yeah, I could see the reaction going either way. Me too. Me (laughs) too. You know, it's a good question, Crystal. And in my opinion, I do this all the time. I'm not making any money off of what you're doing. I think that's the key. And I'm introducing all these people to it. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I want to be a part of that content. Now that's how it works in my own brain because I am just, showing the content that I have purchased to a group of people that happen to be present in the room. But if you have connections there and and want to get approval, feel free. I don't know. I'm kind of thinking maybe you just leave it alone. <laughs> yeah. Listen to this podcast. And I all of a sudden have John Foley call me and say, wait, you are being sued. 
<laughs> well, hopefully that does not happen. I feel like as long as we don't start seeing a ton of people going down this road and like taking advantage and as you said, make money off of it. I yeah. really feel like that's the key. Then I think you'll be just fine. But um, as long as you're not giving them your login and password. Right, right. <laughs> not doing there's a, that. Nope. There's a bunch of ways that you could be taking advantage of them that you're not like you're sharing and you're doing so in a very like what I would call a loving way. Like you said, you want to introduce them to it. And I think that's amazing. So I really was just asking out of curiosity, not like to be like, how dare you? So now do you kind of have like an idea of how many different classes you've done these in? You said you've done it for a couple years. Yeah, I have. And I would say we meet twice a week. So we take our break twice a week for 15 weeks. So that's 30 times I've done it times four classes. You might have to do the math on that. Uh, okay, we're, at, communications. we're at 120. We're at 120. <laughs> yeah, if it gets too big, I won't be able to go much further. <laughs> yes, for the last three years. So times three. <laughs> okay. Okay. I can do that math. 360. 360. Wow. That's cool. And also pretty cool that like they've had enough. Peloton has had enough content that you can keep up with that. Even if you've had to repeat some classes here and there, there's a lot of different content that has has flowed through the classroom. Yeah, I don't think I've had to repeat because it's different students in different days. Yeah. But I will forget. I'll say, wait, what did we do last time? What do you want to do this time? That's awesome. Have you ever had like a student be like, oh, yeah, I do Peloton. And then they talk about all the different stuff that they do. Is yes, that, uh, I have. Do you guys like exchange leaderboard names and get all <laughs> nerd out like I do? <laughs> yeah, I haven't given my leaderboard name out to a student. I get that. Um, I'm kind get of that. trying to keep a little line there. But I have had students say, oh, my mom has one. And whenever I go home, I ride it. And sometimes I think college students maybe don't have the budget quite yet. Yeah, sure. they totally. They great job offer and they remember how much fun it was, they might be able to purchase it. That's really cool. Yeah. I think what you're doing is really neat. And I think that I think it really shows not just how much anxiety is out there among college students, but just how much that like doing something so simple for five minutes, slowing down can be beneficial, even if it's not something you had counted on doing that, like, Somebody just kind of put it in front of you and look at this amazing benefit that you got from it that you never expected to happen. I just think that's really cool. That's exactly what I've heard, Crystal. One of my students, it's the very beginning of the semester now, so they're just getting introduced to it. They said, I've never had this opportunity in a class that wasn't a PE class that was more on the academic side. This is the first time I've ever done this and I love it. I also have to say, just from my personal college experience, I took a yoga class in college once and I did not enjoy that experience. I don't know, probably just my age at the time. I wasn't as open to things as I am now, but just like her personality and my personality did not mesh. And I wish that I had had instructors do things like this, like kind of that bite sized piece of it where you could try it out, but it didn't have to be like you have to invest an entire semester in a class just for that to figure out if it's something that you like or not. I think that's really cool. 
Yeah, I'm really happy that they've been so receptive about it. And there's also research that shows that you can't focus in a lecture for more than X number of minutes. And it might even be 10 minutes that you're supposed to change. Now I'm going to show a video. Now we're going to do a group activity. Now we're going to do a meditation. And so to just stand up and talk in front of a group, I think is completely not the way college is these days. It's very interactive. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. I would need to go back to college and visit again. Oh, that's, God, no. I know. I don't want to go. But that is exactly <laughs> how old. I was taught was the they stand up in the middle of the classroom and they just and you're absolutely right, because there were times I have no idea what they said. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't remember it. You remember how you feel. And yes. that's why it's great to elicit the emotions in some of these different activities we do with yoga and with meditation. I wonder if other teachers, even just where you are in North Carolina, if they will start doing more of this, if you're hearing anything about that, or do you ever bring it up when you go to like events, like networking events for education? Do you ever bring it up? Yes, I have actually had an article written on it by one of our national publications, which was really fun. And a lot of my campus partners know that it's something I do. I'm a wellness champion on our campus as well. So that's an additional responsibility I have. So I'm always looking for ways to just infuse wellness into everything that I do. For example, right now, I have this idea. Wouldn't it be cool to teach a class while students are actually pedaling on a bike? So (laughs) maybe Peloton can like do a little donation here. and We can see where we can go with that. (laughs) That would be amazing. Yeah, that would be very Very cool. Very cool. It'd be a lot of bikes. It would be a lot of bikes. Yeah. (laughs) But she can reuse them on the different sections. So she just needs enough to cover one section. One class. Yeah. 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 We really only need 30. And there's also research that shows movement helps you to remember things. So even doing walk and talks, which I do a lot with students one on one, we just don't sit in a room and have a conversation in office hours like the old fashioned way. It's let's go out in nature and walk and move and talk. And it's so much less intimidating and students are so much more open and you can build a bond of trust. Wow. Wow. Wish I had you as a teacher when I was in college. That would have been amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So what is your leaderboard name or would you rather not say in case a student stumbles upon this? Oh, okay. I doubt that would be a problem, but it's Marcy Bull, just my first name and then the first four letters of my last name. That's awesome. Do you have any like favorite instructors that like stand out? It's so much on my mood. It's funny because we'll talk about that as a family. I would say today I will pick Cody (laughs) because it's just so entertaining and I laugh and the class goes by so fast. Yeah. So I'm guessing there's no tread in your future. There is not a tread in my future because of the diagnosis. That makes total sense. Are you doing any of the like strength content or the Pilates, the bar, any of that? What are your thoughts on that? I do. I do the strength. I try to combine my workout. And as a matter of fact, my nutritionist recently said for women of my age, our bodies change a lot. And so she's recommending more strength and less cardio. And that is what I've been doing. So I typically try to do about 30 minutes of strength in the morning. And I'm doing as best I can to cut down on my cardio, but I typically still do 30 minutes. I try to take a day off now and then. That's good. Just to even it out. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that is. I was just like, I want these diagnoses. 
Don't run, don't jump, don't get cardio. <laughs> I know. You, I don't want you, the ailments that go along with them, but I would like to be told not to have to do that stuff. <laughs> yeah, all you have to do is go through menopause, Tom, and then <laughs> and you will too. be told not to do it. <laughs> so there's hope. <laughs> so do you have any advice for people who have just found the Peloton community? Oh, my advice is just to enjoy it. I would say don't overdo it because I sometimes have gotten sucked into that notion, like how much can I do this? And I would say don't always compete. Just go out and turn all of the numbers off and have a fun time. I love that advice. I often turn off the leaderboard. I don't want to see it. I don't do it, but if I did, I think I would. I think you know, you I don't would. pay attention to the stats on the tonal. Yeah. It okay. frustrates you how much I don't. It does. Yes, it does. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. Before we let you go, where can people find you on social media if you would like to be found? Oh, sure. My Twitter is Wolfpack Career. Mm -hmm. So um, it kind of goes with the podcast. They can just look up Wolfpack Career Chats or pack career chats. I actually got in trouble from athletics. I can't say Wolfpack. So oh. Oh, pack career chats pack. and they can find me there. You can find me on LinkedIn with my name, Marcy Bullock. So you're welcome to pop any of that in the show notes. That's awesome. Absolutely. Thank and you. so the podcast isn't like behind a paywall just for students and alumni. It's out there in the wild for anybody to find. Very cool. Absolutely. Everyone is welcome to listen to the podcast. I awesome. love that. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Enjoyed it. So I guess that brings this episode to a close. What, pray tell, do you have in store for people next week? Next week, we are talking to Katie Johnson. So make sure and tune in to hear all kinds of interesting facts. Awesome. Well, uh, until then, where can people find you? People can find you can find me me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe and they can find me on Instagram, Twitter, the bike and the tread at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page, join the group and uh, don't forget our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the clip out. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in and until next time keep pedaling and running. 